Nahmaduhu wa nasalli ala rasulhi al-kareem Amma ba'd all praise is due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Peace and salutations be upon Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Respected brothers and sisters Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh We praise and thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala For each and every favor that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed us with And we continue our discussion on Muhammad ka'annaka tarahu Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as if you see him. In our last discussion, we were speaking about the religion of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, the beautiful and perfect religion of Islam that each and every one of us are the followers of and those that Allah has blessed with deen. It is a religion that is at once appropriate and valid for all times and places and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who legislated Islam as a religion and Allah alone is able to forgive sins and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone knows both what his slaves outwardly display and what is hidden in the deepest recesses of their hearts. This perfect and well-balanced religion came with beneficial knowledge and good deeds. And this is an important point for us to understand because one is knowing what to do and the other is doing that which you know. So the beauty and the comprehensive nature of Islam is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed us or has legislated for us laws and knowledge of Islam together with good deeds. And this is what makes the the adherents of Islam or the followers of Islam distinct from people of other faiths because when we look at it, there are people of other faiths or if we look at history and we look at prior to the time of the Prophet people of other faiths either had knowledge that did not benefit them because they did not apply it or at the same time there were other people of faiths who on the other hand strove to perform good deeds but they lacked the knowledge and inevitably they ended up straying from the path of righteousness or from the straight path but Islam is the straight path that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has ordained and it is the path that is followed by those who have not incurred upon themselves the wrath or the anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and not the part of those who are misguided. That is basically actually referring to the final verse of Surah Al-Fatiha where we say, Sirata ihdina sirata al-mustaqim, O Allah guide us to the straight path the part of those whom you have favored you have favored not the part of those who earned the anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and not the part of those who went astray and most specifically that is referring to the Jews and the Christians because the Jews are those that earned the anger of Allah because they had killed and uh, they had uh, basically murdered so many prophets of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they earned they earned Allah's anger and the Christians were those that were led astray because they ended up worshipping the same prophet that was sent to them and that was Isa alayhi salatu wasalam. But the deen of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, despite being illiterate, the messenger or unlettered actually, that's the more appropriate word to use, that the blessed prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam we know was Nabiul Ummi, the unlettered prophet. But the Prophet ﷺ, despite that, he was sent to recite to people the verses of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to purify them and to teach them the book and wisdom. For prior to his coming, they had been in manifest error. The whole of mankind was in darkness prior to the arrival of the Prophet ﷺ. 
and the reason why the Prophet وسلم, was known as the unlettered Prophet, he was not taught by man, he was taught by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that is actually a great blessing of the Prophet وسلم, because when man teaches man, man by, by, by his nature, is also prone to error and fault. There's deficiency in man. But Muhammad وسلم, instead of being taught by a man, he was taught by the Creator Himself, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Islam came to forbid lying and giving of false testimonies. Islam came to forbid oppression and tyranny. And it came to forbid cheating people in the buying and selling of goods. Islam is such a religion that came to forbid all forms of wrongdoing. And it also came to preserve the sanctity and dignity of human life. It came to protect the heart with Iman and faith. But at the same time, it also came to protect the well-being of the human body. That's why when you study and you look at all the laws of Islam, it has to do with the protection of life and the well-being of the human body as well. That is why it has legislated laws that achieve that effect. And Islam came to protect people's wealth from being wrongly seized or taken. It came to protect people's honor from all forms of slander and backbiting. It came to safeguard people's lives by forbidding the wrongful shedding of blood. And it came to protect the mind from anything that diminishes or outright destroys its ability to function properly. That is the complete comprehensive nature of the religion of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the beautiful religion that you and I subscribe to. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the understanding and increase our love for the blessed Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That brings us to the end of today's discussion. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.